Welcome back to yet another episode of Throwing Hands. This is episode 150, Breck. Really? Yes. Crazy. What did, how, what did it start, like two years ago? Two years ago uh, with uh, Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury 2. Oh, yeah. You. Crazy stuff, but this card's crazy, Breck. When you look at this card, what are your first thoughts? Um, I'm excited. Uh I think this card has potential to be better than the last pay-per-view um, in terms of in terms of the action we're going to see. Like in the last, you know, the Colby pay-per-view, we didn't, we didn't get a lot of finishes. There was a lot of decisions. I think it's going to be the opposite with this one. I think we're going to get a ton of finishes. Yeah, I think so too. But let's take a quick look at this card real quick. All right. Uh, if we head on over to the prelims, um, uh, Makayev, you know, Back, this guy's had a had a big following. I think he's like my age, um, twenty one. But Cody Durden's going to be a tough out for your first fight, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Um, how many fights does Durden have inside the UFC? Like a couple, right? I think he has a fair amount. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be tough. You got to yeah. go. You got to go with the veterans, just because, like you said, even if this guy is really, really good. It's going to be tough coming in on, you know, first first UFC fight. Yeah, definitely. It's it's going to be tough. But going back to the card, um, Corey McKenna versus Elise Reed. I got McKenna all day in this one, man. I think she, she has a lot of potential. Um, I would agree. I think uh, you got to give a little edge to the home home field advantage in this one, no? Yeah, I agree. I think a lot of the UK fighters are going to have just the extra little energy that they're going to need. Yeah, just because the crowd, we're going to see an incredible crowd. Like, this is going to be a crowd much different from the, you know. I think this crowd will be similar to the Jacksonville crowd, the first pay-per-view back. Yeah. After COVID, it, uh, where Usman Masvidal won. Or two. Yeah, two. I think it'll be on par with that crowd, or maybe even better. It just sticks out Darren Till's not going to walk into Sweet Caroline. I know. It'd be so perfect. Um, Jock Shaw versus uh, Tamur Valiev. I think Valiev's a problem. Um, he's good. I mean, Jack Shaw's a darn good fighter as well, but he almost uh, – who did he almost lose to? Was it Onama? Uh, no, I'm thinking of uh, that, the Welsh dude. But Jack Shore solid man. I tank for a reason, but a, I'm gonna get this is a crazy good matchup. Yeah. Credit to the matchmakers for this one. Both um They're both Tim really Moore, good. Yeah, Tim Moore's three and inside the UFC. Jack Shore's four and inside the UFC. 
I don't know what, what, what gives in this fight. I mean, I see a Russian, I think wrestling. Have we seen Jack Shore been faced off against like a great wrestler yet? I don't think so. I don't think so. That kind of gives me hesitation, even though like he's a great young prospect and people are really hyping him up. Is it, is it, it it's a little hard to, to bet against a Russian, a Russian that's going to wrestle a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so that's why I'm going to take value. Like, like we saw, you know, obviously Colby Covington is an elite wrestler. We saw what happens when a wrestler goes up against an elite striker. I, I got to take value, man. Yeah. Um, I'm rooting for Jack Shore, but I, I would go value up if I had to, to bet it or pick it. We didn't talk about this, but I got to ask you, what did you think of uh, Colby Covington? I thought it was a dominant performance, and people that criticize it, it's like... You don't know what you're watching. You really don't know what you're watching, man, because it's really hard to take down somebody like that and keep them down for like four straight rounds. That's that's really difficult to do. Usman didn't even do that in their first fight. That's what I'm saying. So you got to put a little respect. You can hate the character of Colby, but man is a great fighter. He's... Nah, I want to see him fight Hamza. That'd be, that'd be something. Hey, hey, uh, I just don't... He wasn't even tired after the fight. That's what fascinates me. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, a light heavyweight matchup. Nikita Krylov, the Ukrainian. Shout out Ukraine. And uh, Paul Craig, uh, shout out the Bear Jew. This is a fun fight, man. I got to say. Yeah. What a fight. I know I know the Bear Jew is your favorite fighter. He's not the favorite, but he's up there. Top five. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, if, if Paul Craig snatches a leg, I mean, say goodbye, Nikita, but I feel like Nikita has something to fight for, especially with uh, Ukraine and everything. So what do you think, Breck? I agree um, in, in that aspect, but I don't love his chances in this one. Nor do I. Uh, you look – I mean, his last three losses are against top guys. I mean, Blahovich, Teixeira, and Ankalaev, who people have the dark horse to be champion. But, like, he lost against he, – he got submitted by Jan Blahovich. Yeah. If that can happen, dude, like you just said, if Paul Craig gets this down early, this is over within two minutes. Yeah. He's going to – like, like look what Paul Craig – Paul Craig, this is like his moment to, like, go up the rankings and, and go for a, a – This is last chance. I mean, I know it was last chance, but this is the best moment of his career. And, I mean, like, dude, look how good he did against Jamal Hill. And then Jamal Hill has won two fights since then. So he's like, mowed through two people. Yeah, like, how good is Paul Craig? You know what I mean? Like, so slept on. Um, I just – I uh, if it gets to the ground, I don't know. Uh, Craig's going to win. I think so, too. And I think Craig's going to get to the ground. So, I got Craig by submission. What do you say? Yeah, I'll say, like, second-round submission, I think. If it keeps it standing, Krilov's obviously got a good shot. But I just don't know if he keeps it standing. Yeah. And speaking of uh, Johnny Walker, that made me think of uh, Tiago Santos. Can we not have any more Tiago Santos main events? I, I like the guy. He's a, a fun, he's a great dude. Yeah, but like he's been he's been in some bad main events recently. <laughs> yeah. All right. Shmuel Abdurahimov versus uh, Sergey Pavlovich. Uh, 
two Russians going at it, man. I think we got Dagestani and um, so I think he's from St. Petersburg, if I'm not mistaken. I think Pavlich last his last fight he went out and lost to Aspinall, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I don't think he did. Did he? No, oh, it was uh Maurice Green. He defeated Maurice Green in his last fight in 2019. One loss is to uh, Overeem. It's not a bad loss. Yeah, I mean, these guys haven't been too active in the heavyweight division. This is their chance to really get back at it. Beef. Beef. Dude, have you seen the pictures of him lately? The horse meets back, dude. The horse meets back, man. Uh, but I think Abdurahimov is coming off a loss to um, uh, Chris Dawkins, right? Yeah. Chris Dawkins is dangerous, I think. But, you know, Pavlovich hasn't fought in like three and a half years. No, two and a half years, rather. This is a this isn't exactly an easy person to go back up against. No. But that being said, I still kind of like him. Um, yeah, I do too. <laughs> he lost one loss is to Overeem. Uh, yeah, Shamil is two fights ago got knocked out by Curtis Blades. So if you got knocked out by Curtis Blades, like a guy who only wants to wrestle, that can tell me, you know, you're susceptible on the feet. So give me uh, give me Pavlovich. Um, what rank is he in? Currently, fifteenth. Yeah, this is a big fight for him too. He's still pretty. Yeah. yeah, I'll take Pavlovich too, but I think Abdurahimov lost via ground and pound. Ah, uh, yeah, makes sense. makes sense. But Curtis Blades does like to stand and throw, which I think will get him in trouble next week. Good. All right, this is a good matchup here: Mike Grundy versus Makwan Amirkani. Um, I think this is a banger uh, potentially. What do you think? Um, yeah, <laughs> is, 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 does, does the loser get cut? I mean, they're both on two. That's three... why I think it's going to be a banger. They don't want to yeah. lose. Yeah, they don't want to lose. Both guys are coming off at least uh, two to three fight losing streaks. I mean, Makwan Amirkani has is, is fought – dude, he's fought so many times. He's fought four times in the last two years. Um, That's probably why he's going to be – he's going to be like Sam Alby. I mean, yeah, this is this is this is his fifth fight in two years. That's pretty. He, he, you know, he had this moment against Leroy Murphy. He almost beat him. Yeah, I mean, he went to a decision against Edson Barbosa. Not terrible. Um, speaking of Edson, dude, Bryce Mitchell. Yeah, Edson Barbosa is one of the biggest what ifs to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how, how did that guy never become champion? Is like mind boggling. He should have gone down to featherweight earlier. Probably. Yeah, but I'm going to take Maquan, man. I like Maquan. I think you'll get the job done by submission. This is a close fight, but I'm going Grundy, the hometown, England lad. I think we get the home crowd bump. I really do. I respect it. All right. Jai Herbert versus Ilya Taporia. I don't know if you saw, guys. Breck, you sent this to me. Ilya Taporia and uh, Patty Pimblett had a little uh, little tumble um, at the hotel check-in. What, what were your thoughts on that, Breck? Um, interesting, I guess. Uh, I hope they fight each other in the future. Please. Uh, I don't know about next, although it would make sense. 
two rising prospects if they but, both this weekend. Yeah, Taporia would have to move up or uh, yeah, Pimblet moved down. Taporia would not mind moving up. The guy's a savage. But going back to this matchup, do, do we have do we give Herbert like any chance to? I give him zero chance. Like I give him like a one percent. I think Taporia is like this one of the scariest dudes in the whole in in the entire USC. If, if Taporia wins, here's the matchup I want to see. I want to see Taporia fight Giga Chikadze. That would be something. I don't know if they would fight each other, though. That'd be a banger. It would. I don't know if Taporia gets that jump right away. You know what I mean? I mean, Giga, Giga got a big jump. Yeah, but, like, Taporia's going to go from 15 to fighting the eight guy? I don't know. I feel like like a Dan Ige would be a, would be a fun fight. Or if Arnold That'd be fun. Tater versus Taporia, that would be something. But uh, Taporia's a bad man. Give me Taporia by like second round finish. This guy, when was his first UFC fight? He beat um, he beat Ryan Hall, which was absurd because Ryan Hall was just doing Imanar. He beat he beat uh Yusuf Zalal on Fight Island. Yeah, I don't think Zalal has fought since, but dude, he decimated Ryan Hall. Yeah, and the, and the fight before. Um, and, and Jackson, oh my gosh, that body shot. Yeah, when I saw him fight Jackson, I was like, who is this guy? And then against Ryan Hall, demolished him. I mean, dude, this guy, <laughs> I mean, I get I get. Um, his competition has not been the highest. But where's the holes in his game, dude? He's an insane, insanely powerful and quick striker, can wrestle – uh, couldn't get uh, one of the greatest. You would agree with this, right? Uh, Ryan Hall is one of the greatest jujitsu ju- uh, pr- uh, practitioners probably in the world, right? Yeah. The guy's a wizard, like Joe Rogan always says. And he couldn't get him once. Couldn't get near him. Yeah. Give me Taporia by knockout second round. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, I agree. I'm going Taporia knockout. He's going to feel him out the first round. But you see that? Do you watch. Uh, like the grappling um, on Fight Pass? Um, not usually. I mean, I'll watch. I'll watch some. I'll watch Gordon Ryan stuff. You know. Yeah. So I'll watch a lot shot. of that. Planet. Uh, you know. Yeah, Sean Brady beat like a jiu-jitsu world champion in the Fury grappling. Mm-hmm. Well, Sean Brady. Ins- He's a savage. But. Uh, meatball McCann versus Luana Carolina. Um, I got Meatball, man. I I can't see Carolina winning this. Yeah, she's a she's a good fighter, but I think like I like we've been talking about this whole time. Um, home crowd, home crowd. Molly McCann <laughs> goes to decision a lot. If you look at her last like five six fights, it's been. But she doesn't get finished. Nope. And like we said, the home crowd. Give me, yeah, give me Molly McCann. I think she might uh, actually knock her out just because of, of the crowd. I really think the crowd is going to be insane. It's entirely possible, as a wise man named Joe Rogan would say. Look into it. And his wise man Eddie Bravo would say, um, <laughs> Gunnar Nelson versus Takashi Sato. Gunnar Nelson returning for the first time in like five years or something. I was like gonna that. say this is the first Gunner appearance in forever, right? First Gunner appearance in throwing hands history. Man, I hope but, he wins. 
I hope he does too, too much. Takashi Sato's not going to be hard. Easy. I mean, 2019, so what, three years? Yeah. Uh, I kind of like Gunnar Nelson, dude. Like, look at his last three – dude, his last uh, – out of his last four fights, three losses, Ponzinibbio. Yeah. The split decision against Leon Edwards. <laughs> lost the unanimous decision against Gilbert Burns. Those are, like, great losses. And those are when he's older, too. Yeah, he just he just should have stayed active. Yeah. But maybe he a lot of you know we we don't know like he could have been dealing with injuries his whole career that now he took that time off now he feels ready refreshed to come back yeah and then he beat uh, Cowboy Oliveras for his last win yeah and I mean his opponent um, Sato not the greatest of resumes um, big finisher though eleven finishes out of sixteen wins so yeah it's something you got to worry about. But, dude, give me Gunnar Nelson, dude. Give me the throwback Gunnar Nelson. Give me the throwback Gunnar Nelson, too. And speaking of Cowboy Oliver, what do you think of Holland at welterweight? Holland at welterweight? I think it's the best decision he's made. He could he could tear some stuff up. We'll talk uh, after we're done with the card about Kevin Holland, real-life superhero, too. Yeah, so, absolutely. All right. If the thing would let me click. All right. Patty Pimblett versus Kazula Vargas. Um, Dude, Vargas, this is like, this is, he's going to get destroyed. I'm sorry. I don't know. Patty Pimblett leaves his chin out there, man. I get that. But, uh, Vendramini, way, way higher caliber, caliber of fighter than Vargas for me. You know what I mean? Younger, too. I agree. I mean, you look at Vargas's last five, six fights, win, loss, win, you know what I mean? Yeah. If you put Patty Pimblett up against a real striker, he's toast. I don't know about toast. I think the thing about Patty Pimblett, we ha- people ha- don't, you know, he wanted to get at the knockout in his first fight, which he did. He's really good on the ground. So He's really good. He, that triangle. Yeah, people, people, like, maybe we'll see that in this fight. I mean – Vargas being a Mexican fighter, he'll bring the fight to Patty. But I think what they're doing with Patty is smart, dude. You don't want to throw him to the wolves. Throw him to the wolves right away. You're, you're trying to build a superstar. And I think, you know, he's it's going to be crazy when he comes out. I think he gets the win convincingly within two rounds. And then you, can, too. And then you can start talking about better matchups. I mean, people get upset at the UFC for, like, Sean O'Malley. Like, why is he fighting these guys? Dude – they're taking a little bit more of the boxing approach to certain fighters than, than others, which is maybe unfair, but they're trying to build stars, man. They realize that like Jorge Masvidal and Conor McGregor aren't going to be here forever. Yeah. And it's not like they're Eddie Alvarez, you know, like coming in as champ from another promotion and then, you know, doing the business, but I got Patty Pimble by submission in the second round. Yeah. I'll go the same. Uh, Second round submission, and I think uh, it'll be a his post fight his post fight interview will be fun. I agree. All right, I'm excited for this one, man. Arnold Allen versus Dan Hooker. But Brett, did I ever tell you that I'm connected with Dan Hooker on LinkedIn? Really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm getting him on the podcast, but. I'm sure he's never once looked at LinkedIn. 
He posts on LinkedIn all the time, actually. Really? Yeah, it's good stuff. It's a very good account. But Arnold Allen versus Dan Hooker. Um, if Dan Hooker does this right, he can be a problem in this division. Yeah, I want. I'm a little worried about Dan Hooker's weight cut, dude. Do you see the pictures of him? No, I haven't. It, it brutal. Like looks like a zombie. Let me look. That's a little because I mean he's a big guy for 45. Yeah, he's he's six feet tall. Um, yeah, he's looking skinny, but he's five percent body fat. Do you see that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Arnold Allen quietly is on a nine fight win streak in the UFC, which is pretty remarkable. People aren't talking about that more, but uh. I don't know. This is so tough. This is a big moment for Dan Hooker's career, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Well, if if he wins this, he's he could only a couple more titles. Yeah. Uh, a couple couple more uh, wins, and he can get the title shot. Yeah, that's the thing. And like, it, you can't take anything away from Dan Hooker. Like his last three losses: Poirier, Chandler, and Makachev. Can't really he's, complain. He's lost to the best. He's lost to the best. And maybe that's where he is. He's right below the best. But, man, it's a tough matchup, dude. Yeah. I'm, 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 on a, I'm, a, I'm at an impasse with this one. I don't know. I'm going to go Dan Hooker by KO. I'm going to go Arnold Allen, dude. I think, I think the Not weight – Not a bad choice. I think the weight cut might affect Hooker more than we think. The same way that – when we when you and me saw Davidson Figueredo before the second Moreno fight, we were like, "Do not pick Figueredo. He looks like a, a corpse." Yeah, he looked bad. But the third fight, gotta give it to him, man. He looked pretty good. They gotta, they gotta run it back. We need a fourth. We do need a fourth. I don't really say that much about. I don't think it's ever been said, to be honest. But we need it. All right, to the main event of the evening. Alexander Volkov versus Tom Aspinall. This is a huge step up for Aspinall, I think, man. Yeah. This will tell us if he's re- really title contender, right? You know what I mean? But he's such a problem everywhere. Yeah. He's so fast, dude. Such a fast heavyweight. And he's about Volkov's height, too. That doesn't happen. No, yeah. Yeah. Dude, I don't know about this. I, I'm having a tough time about this one. Volkov is really, really good, dude. I mean, like, look at his – He's only lost, like, the top three guys. He lost to Lewis, Cyril Gaon, and Curtis Blades. That's the one the, – I to me, I, I favor Aspinall in this, in this fight in the sense that maybe Aspinall is not the level of wrestler that Curtis Blades is, but I think it's going to be the same game plan for Aspinall. I think if he gets Volkov down, Volkov we've seen on the ground is not the best. I think no. the the explosiveness of Aspinall. But then again, dude, Aspinall, we haven't seen him been pushed to later rounds. So if this goes late, he, he could – I mean, we've – he could gas. Like, we've seen Volkov go the distance with people. I'm, I, I, I expect to see Volkov just strut around the outside of the octagon and just throw teeps. Yeah. I would, dude, Volkov, is, his, his hands are so heavy, dude. When he lands, it's it's so dangerous. Dude, when he knocked out Overeem, Overeem didn't know where he was. Yeah. Yeah, that fight was brutal. Um, and, you know, you know, Volkov is such a good fighter. 
people can criticize Cyril Gaon all they want for the style of fighting, but Cyril Gaon was very cautious when fighting Volkov. You know yeah, I mean? and you can't blame him. So if Cyril Gaon is, is that level of cautious, uh, it's he's a tough fighter. I think it's going to be super close. I think Volkov might win the striking battle, but I think Aspinall gets the win on takedown uh, takedowns and ground control time. I think that's what we see. I agree, man. I got Aspinall by sub. Yeah, I, I agree. By sub. Maybe late. Yeah, people are going to go wild when it happens. Yeah. We yeah. need to finish in the main event. Yeah. For integrity's sake. Hopefully. All right, Breck, we got some news to talk about. Kevin Holland, man, saves the day again. Real life superhero. I don't know if you heard, but stop shooter in a restaurant. Dude's just, dude's savage. Yeah. Um, just, I, I think he just got behind the guy and choked him out. Uh, yeah. What a savage. Um, if you, if you go look at his Instagram and stuff or social medias, he posted all about it. Uh, he probably, I, I think the guy had a rifle. So the, Kevin Holland probably saved multiple lives. Dozens yeah. of lives, probably. Gotta give it to him. Um, Greg Hardy got cut. Can we... Let's go, dude. I'm sorry. Call, call me a hater, dude. Who's taking Greg Hardy's side? Is there a person out there? No. Thank good riddance. And dude, like, he did okay against the very bottom of the UFC. Once they gave him, like, not even top competition, like, what would you say, like, mid-competition? He got knocked out, like, four or five fights, uh, four or five fights in a row. I gotta give it to him. He did go to decision against uh, Volkov. Okay, true. But I mean, he'll he'll sign for Bellator probably. He might. T- uh, you know what they gotta do? This is crazy, Breck. They gotta do Hardy Fedor. Oh my no no! I'm I'm gonna log off. I I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> I can't believe you just said. That. We have to see. Fader, uh, when he's he just fought a forty-five-year-old. <laughs> he beat Tim jo- Tim Johnson. Yeah, we don't need to see Greg Hardy, please. Do you think he beat Greg Hardy? Yeah, I do. I think he could beat Greg Hardy. <laughs> uh, he, obviously, he could, but he's old now. Yeah, but he, he would just take him down once and it'd be over. Greg Hardy needed like an inhaler in the middle of a fight. That's true, and it was illegal. Tim Johnson, man, got. Yeah, Tim Johnson's 37. He beat a 37-year-old, man. Yeah, so give me Fedor in that matchup, dude. Um, Disrespectful. Jake Paul wants to fight McGregor. Please make it happen. I would love to see this decimation. Um, yeah, I would like to see McGregor return and, like, get a UFC – like, get a win against a real UFC fighter. And then if they want to do this whole clown show afterwards where – He'll just destroy Jake Paul within 30 seconds. I, I would see that. Uh, it would have I to, wish it wouldn't be a real UFC fight. It would be it would be like an exhibition. Yeah, I I really wish 
um, they kept Tony for Connor and just had Connor Tony in the summer. I agree because we'll talk about it in due time. But Michael Chandler <sighs> do bad things to Tony Ferguson, and I'm not here for it. I'm I'm kind of, I'm I'm actually quite sad right now thinking about it. I'm very concerned for concerned for Tony Ferguson. Tony Connor, just the history of the two, it would have been the it's like the perfect fight. Oh yeah, it is. McNuggets, you know what I mean? Like they hate each other. I mean, it's perfect. It's a shame we didn't get to see it when they were in their primes, but yeah, I agree. Um, Dana White's not saying no to a potential Logan Paul fight. I'm here for it. Who's Logan who? Paul could have been Who's a Paul? D1 wrestler. Logan Paul versus who? Uh, let's put a. Alex Pajeda. I mean, that's death. <laughs> um, okay. Fluffy I mean, Hernandez. Fluffy Hernandez. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, the Paul brothers, they're, they, they're doing something right because everybody wants to sign them to whatever, but I could care less. You know what I mean? I agree. Um, oh, um, what's his face? John Morgan left MMA Junkie. I did not see that. Does that not so, does that mean he doesn't get the first question anymore? At the he still gets the first question. Ah, sad. Dude, Kobe Covington uh, shredded him at the press conference. Do you see that? Yeah, I did. John, I'm a man of my word. Drop down and give me ten push-ups. <laughs> yeah, it's always <laughs> he gets so much hate online. It's it's like. It's absurd, but I, I I love John Morgan, man. He came I, on the podcast. I don't I don't hold anything against the guy. Like he does his job well. Uses the clickbaiter. <laughs> oh, what what are we gonna do with Marlon Morris, man? I, is he not gonna retire? Did he the, the glove thing took off the glove? I don't know. I saw something that we should have Cody Garbrandt fight Marlon Morris because the first punch landed would be a knockout. They're both, you know, glass chins. I agree. But Cody should stay at 25. That's, that's so crazy is, like, the fall from being a top championship-level fighter happened so quick. Like, the guy was a savage. And then just the last two years, he's lost a lot. Like, dude, that knee he landed on Aljo, absurd. Yeah. Damn, man. It sucks to see. Yeah. Yeah, it's really an unfortunate situation. Um, See what else is here. Uh, Volk is willing to fight McGregor at welterweight. (laughs) Who? Volk. Um, don't love that for McGregor. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, oh, this is what we have to talk about. Uh, Kevin Lee in Eagle FC. Um, yeah, wow. Uh, dude, he went to... – not a great look. He, he did get his knee blown out. Yeah, that is true. But you shouldn't have had that close a fight regardless. With, with Diego Sanchez. With a 40-year-old Diego Sanchez. Don't get me wrong. The 165-pound division is a great idea by Eagle FC. It probably should be implemented into the UFC. But I think Kevin Lee – will do well outside the UFC, but he'll always be that guy where we look back and be like, wow, 
everybody thought he was like the next GSP type guy. And he just never was. And then um, Junior Dos Santos is fighting Jorgen De Castro. Yeah. Rest in peace, Jorgen. Yeah. Dude, I was looking at I was looking the other day on Twitter. Uh, Junior Dos Santos's heavyweight run in his prime, absurd. Let's take a look when, at it. When he was when he was at the point of fifteen and one in his career, dude, he was on like a ten fight win streak. Look at the names who he beat in his prime. I mean, I'm taking a look right now. Absurd. And then, I mean, we obviously the the trilogy. Um, Verdum, Struve, Krokop. Gonzaga, Nelson, Carwin, Velasquez, Mir. Good God. That's crazy, dude. And then we get the more fights with, I mean, the, probably the most legendary heavyweight trilogy, right? Yeah. Mark Hunt. He beat Stipe. He beat uh, Ben Rothwell. Tuivasa, Derek Lewis. Beast. Absolute beast. I, he's probably like a top three heavyweight of all time. You, you, you could argue in his prime up there. He's good, man. He's so good. He was, he was so good. Hate to say was, but um, let's see. Uh, keep scrolling a little bit. Nothing too much. It's been, it's been relatively quiet. Yeah. Oh, Vittori um, Whitaker for in oh, June. Yeah. That's going to be fun. I don't know. That's a close fight. That's a really close fight. I don't think people realize how good Vittori is, man. Yeah. That Paula performance, like we've said many times, the Paula one was uh, impressive. Dude, he got hit in the head like seven times with those kicks. Yeah. Yeah. That was insane. Um, and apparently – um. Uh, Kenanir Adesanya is uh, looking at in July. Makes sense. Probably, I, I could see, yeah, ju- late July, early August would be, makes sense. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Izzy wants to fight three times this year, so. Would that be the third or the second? Second. Second. So then he would fight in the fall. Interesting. I mean, people can, people can hate on Usman, uh, Izzy, Francis, the the African Kings, but you can't take away from them, dude. Like they fight two to three times a year, and as champions, that is like what you want from your, you know, as a as the UFC, that's what you want from your champions. Yeah. All right, Breck. I don't got anything else. No, nope, I think we covered most of it. Uh, we good. did. Um, some really, if you're into the gambling aspect of sports the really good odds on some of these fights this weekend Arnold Allen Dan Hooker won some good good odds but uh yeah should be a really good card for sure all right guys we'll catch you later for the review of UFC London just drop some popcorn on the floor hold on but UFC London catch y'all later